Coming up. Do you see how traditions of men, how people can get you so off base? They can get you so off base. Trying to please people can get you off base. And they missed the whole point and questioned Jesus about how he offended the, the perfect Jesus, the sinless Jesus. And they're going to ask him, don't you realize you offended them? We get off base. We can get off base. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Here's something to think about. How often do you stop and reflect on the lessons you've learned in life? Daily? Weekly? Never? Thankfully, we have a teacher who doesn't mind teaching and reteaching the most important things we need to know. In the message series, Lessons from Walking with Jesus, Pastor Robert unpacks some truths we can depend on, taken directly from the life and perspective of the greatest teacher that ever lived and those who walked with him. Here's the continuation of the message, A Deeper Look at Myself. Let me give you an example. <laughs> at least, you know, where I come from, I come from Baptist roots. And so, you know, when, if, if you know, like right now, if y'all was to get up and go to the restroom, what, you're supposed to do something according to the, the rule. <laughs> right? You're supposed, to, you're supposed to put your finger up, right? Right? Y'all find that in the Bible anywhere. No, really. It's, it's, it, right? And, that, and, and, it's, and I get the point of it. We just, it's a way of showing respect, saying excuse me or whatever. But don't make it as if it's a law from God. So when somebody get up and they don't put their finger up, you know, don't be like the Pharisees and start criticizing them for not following the rule. Just, just don't start tripping. Don't put your, put your finger up. <laughs> you know, don't, just let it go. It's not, it's not a law from God. All right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm going to talk about this a little later, too. If we were doing what God said we're supposed to do in terms of evangelizing the world, that would happen a lot more often in church. You know why? Because it'll be so many people here who ain't used to the customs. We, we, the church, we have so many people in the building who don't understand the rules, so it would happen a lot often if we were evangelizing like we were supposed to. So a lot more people would be getting up not doing it. and Because they don't know it. They don't know the rule. They, they're not churched. If we had more unchurched people in the building, it would happen a lot more often. And then the, the, the fact that it's happening would be normal. When we, we know we'd say, I say, oh, they, they, they must not have been in church a long time. And that's good. And we should say, oh, man, in fact, we should celebrate it because we like, wow, we got some unchurched people here today. Praise God. Amen. It's a reason to celebrate, not criticize. Amen. And so because we're supposed to be evangelizing the world, right? And so, some social norms can lead you away from God's commands. 
And let me let me give you give you another example. Uh, and along the same lines, some of us are religious about saying God bless you when somebody sneezes. God bless you. And some of us think that by me doing that, I'm evangelizing. <laughs> Just the fact that that's, that's the way I have a God conversation with people. is like when they sneeze and I say, God bless you. Then that tells them I'm a Christian. That's, that's your method of sharing the fact that you're a believer because you say God bless you when they sneeze. So you, you know, you walk around with a little pepper in your hand, I guess, and, you know, you sprinkle a little pepper out in the air and you make people sneeze so you can say, God bless you. So you can get your evangelism on. I, I don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing. That doesn't substitute, as Jesus indicted them for, for you actually having a conversation with people about God. Just because you mention God's name because they sneeze is not a substitute for you sharing your testimony, for you sharing how much God loves them with them. It's not a substitute. And sometimes that's the only time you talk to people is when they sneeze. <laughs> that's not like our teacher. So let's not use sneezing as our evangelism tool. Number three, God commands you to help meet your parents' needs. God commands you to help meet your parents' needs. Mark 7, 9 through 13. Uh, then he said, after he indicted them about being hypocrites and making man-made laws, he goes on to say, uh, you skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. Look, 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 look what he says to them. He says, you are skillfully sidestepping the word of God to hold on to your tradition." He's saying it's a skill. <laughs> You've learned how to do it. You learned how to get around the law of God. You taught yourself. You practice it. You practice ways to sidestep God's law. Ain't that something? So that you can hold on to your tradition. He goes on and says, verse 10, for, and then he say, he, for instance, so he gives them, he's giving them an example now. He's giving them an example of how they sidestep God's law. Hopefully, at this point, you're thinking, man, is there any way I'm sidestepping the law of God? Hopefully, you're thinking about it. You're trying to figure out what is it. He tells them here, verse 10, for instance, Moses gave you this law from God. Honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father and mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you. For I have vowed to God to give to God what I would have given to you. 
I'm going to pause for a moment. <laughs> Jesus gave them an example of their sidestep. And they have sanctioned and said it was okay for people to not help their parents when their parents had a need. Just because they say, well, I was going to give you something, but I said I would give that to God, so I'm sorry, I can't help you. That's what Jesus indicted them for. And he says, it's a sidestep of the law of God. And he says, you're not honoring your father and your mother when you do that. You're breaking God's command. Let me give you an example of how some people sidestep God's law today. In regard to honoring your father and mother. Some will say or dishonor their father and mother because he ain't never done nothing for me. And that's the excuse not to honor him. That's a sidestep. Because the law doesn't give any excuses on why you don't take care of them or honor them. He says just honor them. Here's the thing, underneath it all is a core reality or truth. And that is, if you would do that to your parent, then you would do some things to God too, who you don't see, who ain't even here, physically, who you can see. And there's a reason why God put this, made this one of the Ten Commandments. To honor your father and mother. And so he indicts them and says, you telling folk and teaching folk that it's okay to do that. And then verse 12 says, in this way, you let them disregard their needy, their, their needy parents. And they're teaching this and saying it's okay to do it. Jesus says that's a sidestep. In verse 13, he's get even clearer. He says, and so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your tradition. And this is only one example among many others. And he says, and there's a whole lot of other side steps y'all are doing. And you're giving your tradition more honor than God's word. We really need to examine ourselves. Number four, write this down. Your sin is an inside job. Your sin is an inside job. Again, we're looking at lessons learned from walking with Jesus. The disciples hanging out with Jesus, these things are happening, and then Jesus is teaching them while they are happening. Matthew 15, 10 through 11 says, Then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear he says, listen, he said, and try to understand. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that, that come out of your mouth. Jesus says it's, it's not what goes into your mouth. Remember, the Pharisees asked the question, why don't your disciples wash their hands before they eat? 
In other words, they're breaking a law. They're breaking a tradition. They are wrong. Therefore, they are defiled. And Jesus says to them, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of your mouth that defiles you. It's an inside job. Your defiling is an inside job. <laughs> okay. And, 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 if, and if your defiling is on the inside, then what needs to be cleaned is on the inside. Is it cleaning the outside, washing your cup, washing your hands, don't clean the inside. And you can see how, if you have that mindset, how you could think you're something you're not. Something you're not. <laughs> y'all, y'all know, y'all. Uh, so Jesus declares it's an inside job. We're going to go a little deeper into that in a little bit. Number five, write this down. Be more influenced by not offending God than offending people. Be more influenced by not offending God than offending people. Matthew 15, 12 through 14 says, Then the, disciple, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, do you realize you offended the Pharisees by what you just said? <laughs> I, I want y'all to be there. Just go there. Hopefully you're there. They, they walking with Jesus. The Pharisees come up to Jesus, ask him a question about them. Okay? <laughs> They're with Jesus. The Pharisees asking Jesus a question about the disciples. You're one of the disciples. Put your, picture yourself there. And they're asking Jesus about you. And they ask, why don't you wash your hands before you eat? All right? And Jesus defends you. Y'all get this? Jesus says, basically, they, they didn't do nothing wrong. Because it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out. And look how they respond. Are y'all there? Do you get this? <laughs> Jesus basically defends them with the question that was asked about them. And he says they didn't do nothing wrong. And then they say to Jesus, do you realize you offended them? <laughs> I don't know if y'all understanding this. Are you, are you getting this? Jesus stands up for him and says, leave my disciples alone. Basically, leave my disciples alone. They didn't do nothing wrong because they they're not defiled because what goes into your mouth don't defile you. It's what comes out your mouth that defiles you. You're asking me about what went into their mouth. That, that's, not, that's not defiling. And instead of them going like, yeah, tell them, Jesus. They say, Jesus, do you realize you're offending them? <laughs> Y'all with me or what? Are you with me on this? Do you see how traditions of men, how people can get you so off base? They can get you so off base. Trying to please people can get you off base. And they missed the whole point. 
and question Jesus about how he offended the the perfect Jesus, the sinless Jesus. And they're going to ask him, don't you realize you offended them? Oh. We get off base. We can get off base. Again, the, 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 the same example. We tripping because they didn't put their finger up. Because of the tradition. So we got to be more influenced by offending God than offending people. Now, Jesus makes this even clearer. Verse 13, he reads on. Jesus replied to them, and look how kind and gentle our master is. He's the master teacher. He says, every plant not planted by heaven by my heavenly father will be uprooted so ignore them jesus says stop focusing on them ignore them stop worrying so much about them being offended you should be thinking about how they how they're offending god and how they're offending the heavenly father because every plant not planted by him, is getting uprooted. And then he goes on and gives even greater clarity to them about it. He says, verse 14, so ignore them. They are blind guides leading the blind. And if one blind person guides another, they will both fall into a ditch. So Jesus is telling them, while you're letting them influence you more than me or letting them lead you more than you're letting me lead you right now. If you're going to keep paying attention to them, they're going to lead you right to a ditch because they're blind. That's what Jesus is telling them. So ignore them. So those traditions and customs of men that uh, uh, undermine God's law, Stop paying attention to them. Stop trying to keep up with it. Because it's the blind leading the blind, and it will lead you right to a ditch. Jesus is saying. Number six, write this down. You learn just how sinful you are when you walk with Jesus. (laughs) When you walk with Jesus, you learn just how sinful you are. I had put wicked there and because because <laughs> I changed it because I, I didn't want to offend y'all. <laughs> but I put it there because I wanted to make a point about just just because sometimes, you know, we, 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 we go light on ourselves and hard on other people. You know, like like I messed up. It was just a little light thing. I didn't really intend to. You know, why are you tripping? I didn't really intend. I said sorry. But when we when, when we look at other people, though, we go in hard on them. So I, I said, well, I, let me let me not offend them so much, and just I'm just gonna put sinful. So when you walk with Jesus, you will learn how sinful you are. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son 
to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes, and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Sometime, and let me tell you how this can translate into our world. You might have been praying or someone else has prayed and no answer comes. Just like with the lady here. She was saying, Master, come heal my daughter and Jesus didn't answer. The times when you're not hearing from God, God don't seem to be answering your prayer. And instead of just staying there and waiting, all of a sudden now you you got something you want to say and do when God hasn't even said anything yet. And now they might have wondered, I wonder why Jesus is not answering her. Okay, that's cool. You can wonder why he's not answering. But don't try to answer when he ain't answering. Thank you for listening. 